0: Hi, this is Daniel Kaplan, writer of Buried, a new musical, and you're listening to Musical World.
1: Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Musical World. Our guest today is Daniel Kaplan, and we're going to be talking about his new musical, Buried. Hi Daniel, how are you? I'm very good. Good. I'll tell everybody right off that uh neither Dave or Shane is with us tonight. Boy, we tried tried and tried and tried to get uh Dave on, but uh Technical and uh, Verizon phone issues were fighting okay. against us, I believe. So tell us a little bit about uh, some background on Buried. Where would you get the idea, and what's it about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Buried's kind of an unusual concept because it actually deals with the subject of compulsive hoarding, which is not necessarily the first thing you would think of when it comes to a musical. Um, it came about... Um, because I was, you know, flipping into channels um, on TV and I happened to see one of the shows about it. I can't remember if it was hoarding or buried alive or whatever it was, one of the two. Yeah. And I thought it was just very interesting because the first thing that occurred to me is in theater, you'll often have characters with some sort of mental challenge or some sort of character flaw. And they have to talk about it, they can show it in certain ways, but this is something that's so visual, because all you have to do is look at the environment the person is in, and you can immediately see, okay, there's something clearly wrong with them, all and right. so from a visual standpoint, that immediately just kind of hooked me as, oh, this would be really interesting to put on stage and get and get into this. And. um Then I took it a little bit further, and the show ends up actually going a bit beyond hoarding in terms of you can take it literally, and you should, that it actually is a show about hoarding, but it's actually a lot to do with what what I say is like the, the one flaw that everybody has that you feel shouldn't be something that you work with, but you do, and you have to realize that it's something you have to overcome and then you have to overcome it but on the same time you have to kind of accept that it's something you have to overcome if that's not too complicated
1: no i, I got it yeah um,
0: yeah but um and so so even though i don't have an issue with hoarding myself um i do do know some people who are along the lines not nearly on the lines of the character in the show but um I, I definitely took that to heart and thought of different things that I always beat myself up on are the, the quirks of my personality that I wish I just didn't have and um, how annoying it would be if everybody could see it. You know, they could walk in my living room and see some of the weird things that I do that don't make a whole lot of sense.
1: <laughs> um, the, you, the main You, character you didn't do she, any strong research and become a hoarder while you were writing it? <laughs>
0: Well, um, yeah, it was funny. For a period of time, I was like collecting all the newspapers of her, um, just for the set. But I quickly got rid of it. It was a little therapeutic <laughs> after after doing that. But for my, um, it was it ended up being like a semi-stage workshop. I really wanted to visually show the audience the, the horde, and also throughout the show, it gets better, it gets worse, things like that. And so they, I wanted that visual clue, even though it wasn't a full on production.
1: Um the main character is is Ruth correct um, tell us a little bit about Ruth and um what her character is about
0: yeah absolutely um Ruth is a um, math teacher and she motivates her students who have difficulty getting through the class. She's um, in the college level and she's teaching that prerequisite class that everybody has to take uh-huh. and there's this bunch of people that have taken a bunch of times. And so she's there trying to motivate, her, motivate them that even though it's something they're not inherently good at that they can do it anyway, which is ironic considering her situation. And so I thought that the economy was very interesting.
1: Absolutely. The first – we're going to be listening to several songs. The first one is uh, Echoes. Set up Echoes a little bit. Tell us about it and where it comes in the show and uh, and who's singing it and that kind of thing.
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, basically, the plot of the show, the main thrust of it is that Ruth is um, told by the government that she has seven days in order to clean up their, her home. Otherwise, it will be condemned. Uh, at this point in her life, she lives by herself. Her habits have kind of made it difficult for anybody to live with her, so she's a very strange relationship with her family. So she calls upon her son, who ends up reluctantly helping her and, and, and dragging along his fiance with him. And Echoes is a song, once he's actually reached her house, um, he stumbles upon some items that have a sentimental spark for him mm. and it kind of clues in the audience something that comes up later which is that maybe her son has a little bit of these tendencies himself uh,
1: okay <laughs> from Daniel Kaplan's Buried this is Echoes
0: 5th
2: of September the dumb baseball game three swings and my team's chance was done I still remember you called out my name and smiled laughing like I had one. Hey, Mr. Berry, you used to tell me while I sleep you'd hunt spiders. sir sure. A night till three, Every parked at the hilltop, and sat gazing at national-
1: that was echoes from buried you were on uh boy it was back on musical world 92 back in april about a year and a couple of months ago yeah with uh compatibility yep
0: yep compatibility and a bit musical
1: yeah so if anybody wants to uh go back that was a that was a fun episode as well go back and listen to that one and uh
0: uh, Very different show,
1: too. A little bit. <laughs> it was funny. I
0: was, playing, I was playing some of the music from one of my cast members and buried because they hadn't heard it before. And they're like, this is not the same show at all. It's <laughs> totally, they it couldn't be more different.
1: Oh, yeah. I bet between these two. Yeah, the music to this one and, yeah, there there's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, they can find that at uh, musicalworld.us and just go to the uh, archives and, uh, MW92, they can find the previous show. Now to get back to where we are. Now the the fiance is she beginning to see these changes in her, or the the fact that possibly her her fiance has some of these same issues underneath, or. Yes. Actually, yes,
0: that's, that's a huge, that's a huge, the, huge plot thread. Um, the the In the beginning of Act One, um, the fiance is kind of harassing uh, James, who is, and her name is Sarah, um, James, who's Ruth's son, about the fact that she doesn't know, she's never met his mother, he seems to have this really strange relationship, he doesn't really talk about it, and that she wants to know more about it. And so she slowly learns more about it and kind of realizes, oh, okay, well, this is why he doesn't you know, talk much about it and why he has this estranged relationship. But then, as the cleaning progresses, by the end of Act One, she actually discovers that he has his own hoard himself that he keeps in a storage unit, and that basically causes her to question the entire relationship. So this uh, process really puts uh, James in a very dark place as well.
1: Tell us a little bit about uh, Quiet, the next song we're going to hear.
0: Yes. Um, Quiet is the second number in the show. The, the opening number is Ruth's motivational um, speech to her class that kind of becomes a motif throughout the show about um, the hardest thing to be is sometimes just being good enough. And then, so you see her in this very happy, very jovial attitude, and then quickly, when the class is over, you see kind of what's beneath and what has been hidden underneath and so quiet uh, is basically the audience's clue to what's really going on in Ruth's head.
1: Okay From buried this is quiet.
0: After the
3: crowd is gone After all the cheers it's quiet. It's quiet I'll walk home alone. Just a year ago, we danced and kissed, and Jerry, just a year ago, you clutched my wrist. scattered memories.
2: is a member of the Blueberry Network Blueberry no E's that's Blueberry blueberry blubrr Blueberry.com Just a little while and you're doing great
0: there's only one stack I mean let's see there's
2: like
3: 230 items in each stack About 15 steps in this room. Mom, cut
2: the math. It's not (laughs) going (laughs) to help.
3: It'll take like 480 hours, which is approximately... A
2: really long time. (laughs) I'm back.
1: Me too.
4: You know the way to get to Oz is by starting a tornado in the house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jerry.
2: Pressure sat on me when you went away. How could you leave her life in such a disarray? She's slipping down the drain. You left her helpless.
4: In case I'm not mistaken, you left her too. Take a look in the mirror before you throw a stone. I never wanted to leave her alone. If you want me gone, I can leave right now wanted to help and I won't allow for Ruth to end up out there on her own.
3: Jerry, no, James. Apologize, he's only trying to help. Sorry, it's just a big surprise that he showed up to help. In a flash There's a home under all this trash A phoenix in this ash
4: Let's go now Let's get started Get this done
2: And then we'll see
1: Okay, that was quiet, and we also heard Returned. Tell us a little bit about Returned and uh, where it comes in the show and some of the people involved.
0: Sure. Um, returned is towards the end of Act 1, and its the title comes from the fact that it's at the point where Jerry, her husband, actually returns. Up until this point, you haven't seen Jerry in the show. You could even get the idea that he's not even alive anymore. They have a very strange relationship, and in Quiet, you... Heard her saying about how, you know, she hasn't really heard from him, hasn't seen him. Mm -hmm. In Act 2, you kind of figure out why that is the case, what happened between them. But in return, he comes back, and it starts a whole big argument and conversation and a whole lot of counterpoint. Um, I love writing counterpoint, so any excuse to write counterpoint. Uh, (laughs) I
1: like it, too.
0: Oh yeah. And um and as and as you heard I had a, I had a great group of actors who uh did the counterpoint um,
1: Absolutely. Jerry is
0: performed by um Nick Perez, um Ruth who's actually his wife in real life was Christine Perez. Um James was uh, acted by um Jason Blank and um Sarah was performed by Marcia D'Amelio.
1: Okay, great. Uh, and and where did you say return came in the show it's
0: it's towards the end of Act One. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it, once uh, it, first uh, James and Sarah and uh, get to Ruth's house, and they're they're beginning to help her clean up, and then he comes and he helps them clean up, and then kind of everything goes wrong <laughs> okay.
3: um,
0: as 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 they start to get through this process of cleaning the house. You know, issues arise to the surface, and so the family really gets torn in many different directions and that's kind of how it ends at the end of act one
1: Alrighty. also do you have a a website or a facebook page or anything like that a twitter that you'd like to uh send the folks to that uh if they'd like to look at more uh uh information on
0: absolutely that? yep absolutely um, my website is It's kind of a funny word. It's Uberized, which is U-B-E-R-I-Z-E-D, as in Uberized.com. And that's my blog where I post all of my creative projects, um, including my other plays, um, my other musicals, or just any creative writing that I do.
1: Okay, great. I'll put that in the show notes. So uh, if you're driving, don't try to do it right now. Just go home and check out the show notes, and we'll have a link to Uberized.com um next coming up we've got shattered glass uh tell us a little bit about shattered glass
0: yeah as i was saying at the end of act one um the family is torn in many pieces and so um Shattered glass is the end of act one and it's when um the family all separately are worried about whether or not they will be able to get back together, and I find it interesting because it's almost ironic because they're all having the same thought at the same time that they think that it won't work out when if you kind of think about it, it maybe it will because they're all talking about it at the same time, so they really aren't as alone as they think
1: mm, okay. from buried this is shattered glass.
4: Fragments on the ground, scattered all around, splintered times of broken lives. Holes you need to patch, pieces that don't match, but somehow your hope survives. Keep on caring, keep repairing. Keep on daring it to pass Will it ever be together Can you fix a shattered glass Fragments all around It's it all around this played time somehow your hopes lives? Keep on carrying, keep repairing, keep on carrying it to pass. Will it ever be together? Keep on carrying, keep replying.
1: That was shattered glass you you did all the books, uh, all the book, music lyrics, the whole whole shooting match um, yes I <laughs> or what stage is the show at now?
0: That's a very good question. Um, I tend to work quickly um when I have a deadlines, <laughs> which is probably true for most people sure. um, often what I'll find I do is I kind of sit around more or less. I mean, during my day to day regular job <laughs> and when I have any off moments, think about my next project and it just kinda stews and it kinda stews and kinda stews. And so when I finally set aside some time or have a reason, you know, to put it down on paper, it tends to go very quickly. Very came together in terms of like the writing part of it within a few months, but um then there was obviously the rewrites and the development beyond that but that initial first draft was probably a couple of months okay. at this point in time i did a very casual read through with some actors in my living room you know kind of the first sure. stage and then went back to the drawing board made some adjustments took you know added subtracted um and then this recording that you're listening to right now is again from a workshop that was done just last month here in Florida and um that's where we're at right now you know we'll see where it goes from here
1: right what and what part of florida are you in
0: i'm in central florida in orlando really actually just a few minutes away from walt disney world
1: oh wow down in mickey's neighborhood
0: that's right (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
1: uh we're going to go out with uh one last chance tell us a little bit about one last chance
0: one Last Chance is actually one of the songs that I wrote um, in response to the initial living room reading, and um, I really wanted something somewhat anthemic, something almost a little cliche, something very um, easy, because um, the score very got a little bit more abstract and a little more esoteric. So I wanted to have something that was very much the, this is the song you can take home in your pocket kind of song. And it it, um, cements uh, Jerry and Ruth's relationship.
1: Let's listen going out to One Last Chance. You keep running. From what?
0: You keep running.
4: From who? What did you expect to see? Did you expect that she'd change overnight for you? You keep running. Where? You keep running. But why? What did you find out there? Did you find one that compares? All your life confined to problems never getting solved, issues staying unresolved, pattern to be. Up.
1: Daniel keep us posted on uh, anything else that you get going and uh, any new developments on this Uh, I know uh, a week or two ago you and I were talking about uh, you're going to try to get together the cast for a uh, cast studio recording is that correct?
0: Absolutely that's my next goal in life since that's often what people look for when you know submitting it to get produced or just for the development so that's probably the next
1: step at this point. All righty. Well, keep us posted, and we'll keep everybody else posted on, uh, on what you're up to. It's been real good talking to you. I appreciate you taking your time to talk to us here.
0: and yeah, I appreciate you sharing my work.
1: All right, Daniel. Have a good one, and we'll be talking to you later. Great. Right.
0: Thank huh. you. Thank
1: you.